0: I have been exclusively drinking Perrier. It is all it is my only ability to receive hydration is Perrier, delicious crunchy water. And here's the problem. I need global warming to stop and I also need no one to run the heat in my house because I honestly can't afford to be dehydrated because I can't afford to rehydrate. And so that that, that that's that that's the end of it. I need global warming to stop because I, I just I can't I honestly can't afford to keep myself hydrated at this point. I will die because Perrier costs six fifty five a bottle and they're just like thirteen ounces. So I like it's know, not that much water.
1: I know about the like fart burp debuff that you get from Perrier, but what's like the buff? Like what's what's the plus here, you know? What stats you what stats you're trying to maximize?
0: My sweat is carbonated <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's impressive. <laughs> you, you just you got lots of air bubbles in. in your blood. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Many months has come and gone since Prince I was born Oklahoma, Oklahoma's most in Republican Oklahoma hills where I was born. Yet yeah, I keep doing crime. Many a page of life mine, turned. Man. Many a I Doing have sexism. Heard. Well, I feel like I'm in those hills wrong. I still belong. We be doing crime. We're down there are revisionists the and there are reactionaries. The right we just can't make it in a the
2: suitable thing about them. I was born. This is Red
1: Star Over
2: Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma Now we're Republican down yonder in the Indian Nation. The cowboy's life is my occupation, in Oklahoma hills
0: where I was born. I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we have Carl Roberts, Stephen Lassen, and special guest Parker Nelson on the show. And this is Red Star Over Oklahoma, we are a politics and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. This week in national news, we'll be talking about the leaked response by fema and the white house to reopen the economy like it's a hot can of soda before of course turning to the oklahoma news where we will be discussing people so tired of doing nothing they choose to protest doing nothing and then we will finish with the budget shortfalls that the ok government is facing uh before of course moving to a conservative reading series for the week so let's jump right into national news with mr nelson oh
3: i know we did the conspiracy pod last week (laughs) Um, but uh these aren't FEMA camps uh that we're gonna be talking about this week. Uh documents obtained by the Washington Post um in the past week lay out a plan um that could slowly roll out by May, um, which Trump has been touting, you know, in all of the White House press things. Like I don't even know what to call them anymore. Remember um Easter
2: though, wouldn't it have been beautiful? If it, it would all have been... gotten out by Easter? <laughs>
3: beautiful. God. Uh but it's called the The Framework for Reopening America. Um, according to the document, uh, officials say that the current levels of mitigation. I thought
0: it was the framework for re- re- reopening America great again.
3: Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> the I mean, framework thought, for reopening America, which includes building a lot of walls. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Not the possible. framework for rejuvenating America, and it was just pure fascism. It was just Peter
2: like, Thiel's oh, plan to <laughs> suck up the blood from the proletariat. <laughs>
3: Um, but uh, uh, according to the document, officials say that the, the current levels uh, of mitigation um, aren't sustainable in the long term. Um, he said that he planned to speak with uh, all all 50 governors uh, very shortly um, and would then begin – they're going to have a conference call, for all <laughs> a Zoom call with all 50 governors. They're going to
1: have a non-password-protected Zoom call with all the
3: 100 <laughs> uh, percent. And then the world – uh, uh, would then begin authorizing individual governors to implement, uh, quote, a very powerful reopening plan. Uh, end quote uh, at a at a very specific a very specific time and date for each state, and that is in the the, <laughs> the actual document.
1: Right? We're, we're uh, just gonna reopen sometime in the next two weeks. Yeah, know?
3: very specific. Uh, reopening <laughs> is therefore conditioned on um, bullet points. Uh, one, <laughs> and the first one's one of my favorites. Uh, confidence that the incidence of infection is
0: genuinely low. <laughs> what? Okay. God damn it. I hate I hate doublespeak. Like like it is a thing that Orwell talks about and like is is very present in so much of it. And like I I, I am I will say I am fascinated by certain ideas. Like when you use the word reasonable, like there's Mm -hmm. there is a meaning to that. Like we can get there. It's a subjective meaning which is super, super hard to get to, but like it's at least usually something we can agree on. But oh my god i just love when it's nothing when it's just not even doesn't even masquerade like it's real words it's just gibberish well,
2: uh, i mean the first part of like confirming that we even have low instances of cases would probably be getting more than like one test per thousand people in the country
3: oh 100 uh, well, even
2: like, that i don't even know if we have that many <laughs> um but yeah like we have no idea how many people have it and they're like yeah, two weeks, probably.
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't you know, and and this bit should have been called uh, "All citizens will be sacrificed to the line" um, because <laughs> they will be sacrificed to the line. That
2: could be the episode. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent.
3: I but Feilty the to the line. <laughs> the confidence that the incidence of infection is genuinely low. Okay, first of all, it's in genuinely low. Um, secondly. Um. Yeah, we're not like Oklahoma just broke into the top forty states. Um, for a number of people Ooh, tested.
2: Finally, we're number <laughs> <For> thirty-nine, <something. laughs>
3: boys. Um, and uh, so that that in and of itself, yeah, absolutely. Um, second bullet point. Uh, and these are just like it, this is a ten-page um, uh, double speak garbage that l- literally means absolutely nothing. Like, that, there's no so actual it's, flow.
1: It, it's like that time when Jared was. Speaking, and it was just like, yeah, those are just corporate buzzwords. You literally didn't say anything. You had like five seconds. There was literally no (laughs) substance.
0: No, uh, he's only spoken the truth. Gains (laughs) are relative to the investment protocol. Uh, and as you know, the investment protocol p- follows a process by which shareholders determine the, their own outcomes. So really, when we talk about these kind of things, what we're saying is, is that your future is in your hands. Because as I've said, the, the shareholders have an ability to vote by proxy, which gives them an entire new world of investment yeah. opportunities and control of uh, the corporation.
3: Well, exactly. Adam, see, Adam, so give me your
0: money. You mean... Did I get to that? Did I say that one? Give. <laughs> you did. give Give me your fucking money.
3: You forgot, Adam, the, uh, the you just split it up into three subcategories. There's the federal role, there's the state role, and then there's the local role, right, where you have to coordinate, facilitate it across, like, pro- proximate like, geographic areas, like, by state and federal officials, where they're sharing um, these changes and indicators, right, uh, for, like, a mitigation approach. I'm literally just pulling all of these buzzwords in bullshit from this 10-page document. Yeah, that's well, how it that's works. A good,
2: it's a good thing that we have, like, a strong federal system that can unite all the states and then respond here to make sure we tackle this in a unified way so i will say i'm glad that's working well yeah. so so <laughs> some
3: of, we're back to my favorite bullet points second favorite bullet point um you need a surveillance system that is well functioning and capable of promptly detecting any increase in incidence which mm-hmm. i love that I mean, we,
1: have, we have that but not for corona <laughs> yeah we <laughs> have an insanely good surveillance system that's not for that
3: uh third uh i muslims Third, we need a health system that has the capacity in all respects, including inpatient beds, staffing and other services to handle all cases. And that is in a position to rapidly scale up to deal with the surge in cases. I I love saying. Yeah, we absolutely fail that.
0: Yeah, no, I I love saying things that would require such like like that. that, That's a lot like saying like throwing in one of your bullet points is being like, uh, we're going to terraform the moon. Yeah, we're gonna fucking terraform the moon, and we're gonna put people up there in hospital beds. And so anybody gets real sick, with send them to the moon. That'll be yeah, the best I mean, place like to go.
2: Like, all right, here's our steps for terraforming the moon. First, um, make liquid water there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I look at people are like, "How do you do that?" And it's like, well, that's the first step. Yeah. Step. After, <laughs> after that's <laughs> make an atmosphere, and we're gonna
0: need the water for that. So right,
2: step one of curing the country of coronavirus: build a thousand hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's just,
1: it's just like the, the the Mao thing of having everybody have a pig iron factory in their backyard, <laughs> except for the
2: hospital. Just build, go, go to Lowe's, buy a five hundred dollar prefab shed, and put a cot in there, and then like make your own IV drip out of a mason jar. <laughs>
0: It'll be like World War II And they would send around the like Oh, how to fix your plumbing Without using new metal By using things in your home And this will just be like Alright, do you have some some mason jars lying around Some, some, some old tubing maybe Alright, what I'm going to need you to do Is I'm going to teach you to take two fork prongs And you're going to roll those in between a big book Until you make a needle It's, it's really just going to be more like a, a metal pipe That you're just going to kind of <laughs> shove into an arm But it's going to work okay wait you got it you got a rusted
1: out car out front from the 60s okay you want to get the tubing out from inside there probably (laughs) sterile enough
3: (laughs) you get one of the spring coils from the 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 lawn couch that you You have get a hockey stick out of
2: your non-moving car are there your trailer
0: are there bees in this car because if there aren't (laughs) there need to be bees all right that's the antiseptic (laughs) and that's how you're going to keep your patients from getting infected all right
1: the bite has off has
2: been uh, giving people instructions on, like, how to build victory gardens. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, the city has instructions on, like, here's how you can, like, do herbs and, like, small crops in your backyard. Which is cool. Like, great to know that they're, like, ah, we don't know if there's going to be grocery infrastructure in six months. Can <laughs> we just start calling
1: the dumb Great Depression, because that's what it it is.
2: Like yeah, it's just, just last Great Depression.
0: Never like, smart. Uh, I mean, but you know, the only good thing about it is, is that it, you know, depressions are are uh, are good for glass consciousness. Uh, all of a sudden, we all have to be in the same lines together, and we're like, wait, we're yeah. all here. Why do we have to wait? It, all it's all in there. We could just go in there. I mean, there's only like three people between us and the stuff. So well,
2: I, was, I was like really bummed out at the beginning of this because all uh, $3,500 of my 401k were this. Um, but I reminded myself, okay, well, there's two ways that this can go: it recovers, like it always does, or this is the like death crisis of capitalism. So it's yeah. a win-win. Really. Yeah. See,
0: I, I I did the other be uh because I I I don't I don't I don't have uh. Uh, enough in my 401k to matter uh, because it doesn't really exist. Uh, but uh, I uh, I did the other thing. I'm piggybacking on the hope that uh, capitalism is as powerful and oppressive as it has seemed to be. And so uh, every time the Dow lowers, I'm just gra- grabbing up as much as I can. Like uh, <laughs> gimme gimme gimme. I'm just buying up stock trying to because because they're gonna bail them all out. There it's a little boys yeah. club anyway. No one's well, gonna get hurt. Is-
2: that is something that has been a disparity. Everyone's like, we need to reopen the economy, so the line goes up. The line's been going up. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> fine. In spite of, what, like 20 million uh, unemployment claims since uh, we died. went on lockdown? Maybe yeah. more?
1: 30,000? I mean, it's like...
2: My it's 401k yeah. has... The
1: the, the change in my 401k is um, bigger than how small it got at one point. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, so these were all – part. so all of these bullet points were part of phase one of a three-phase plan, right? That Those were called – those were part of phase one to prepare is, is the nation. Step
2: three, is step two question mark and step three profit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, step two Just is balance. drop out uh, four days before Super Tuesday, and step three is endorse Joe Biden. Um, uh, <laughs> those are the phases. Oof you know
0: plans oh god andrew yang is somewhere with a a a chalkboard and like a whiteboard just try he's doing the kanye west math just trying to figure out how he's a gay fish and he's just like how did i not go through super tuesday and endorse joe biden i, I don't hold on andrew yang he genius mathematician fan. uh also once pretty in funny it, that he like
2: dropped out and then one month later, the entire country's like, we need a fucking UBI.
0: Yeah. UBI. <laughs> if I was the UBI guy. Oh, but man. But phase one was to prepare the nation, right? Between now
3: and May 1st. Phase two. <sighs> and prepare, pers-
0: prepare during the middle. <laughs> okay, okay, That's okay, just okay, called okay, reacting. Okay. That's not preparing.
2: Or like body phase holes. Two. <laughs> phase two
3: is supposed to, is uh, labeled innovation and in ingenuity applied to pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> which is between now and May 15th. The spirit of our diversity will enable our togetherness. <laughs> Subpoint 1: economic recovery through pandemic management. <laughs>
0: We're going to sell tickets. Fair Everybody fair fair shut fair. the fuck up. It's We're going to sell tickets.
3: For pandemic
1: management there. this is fake. This was written to be made fun of on bad left-wing podcast. <laughs>
0: And us. You got me. I I work for the CDC. Bro, I was about to say, I think that is how the CDC works. Because they have just been like, yeah, I don't know. Can we just make people laugh on the internet who think we're stupid already?
2: Well, there is a lot of like... If you make them laugh, it'll be okay. (laughs) There is a lot of like people uh, who are like, how could you like defy the will of the WHO? Which is like kind of just a global lobbying firm for like the Gates Foundation and
0: oh my god i i we're not going to revisit our conspiracies episode but the white nationalists are upset with bill gates he <laughs> is, is a, a race thing, traitor and the second, the second story right, right yeah but we need to
3: establish what's now going to be known as the COVID 19 core right uh, a workforce to strengthen public health yeah, yes yeah the COVID 19 core I'm um, a, work fo- a workforce to strengthen public health services and communities to stop the spread of COVID 19. It will provide surge support to state, local, tribal, and territorial health departments to build the capacity to, to build for capacity public health response.
2: There's nothing, there's not a single hard there. thing in here that they're saying to do, or like I can read this entire thing. And then not know a single action to take or that will
3: be taken or whatever. Hey, hey, Steven, it says aggressive manufacturing distribution.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, it says aggressive manufacturing distribution. What does that
3: mean? Continued repurposing of manufacturing capacity to support testing and PPE and putting Americans to work to help contain the spread. I don't know what that means,
0: but <laughs> yeah, they don't the either because it doesn't mean anything. I love that they said they were going to work with local and tribal governments, as if they're calling the Creek Nation and being like, "Hey, can we help y'all?" Because I'll let you know, they aren't. Yeah, no.
1: I, I, also, are, second, you, are you it, sure the that, nation I'm, would be like, "Hey, can you actually do anything?" And they're like, "We, well, not not for you."
2: I I don't know. I think the federal government has pretty good history with
3: public health issues amongst tribal uh, organizations. Oh, yeah, they pretty... spread
1: them among them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I've got a take on that. They did have a couple of good points uh, under the subsection, which was, uh, one, release clinical professionals uh-huh. close to end of training, like four-year medical students, PA, nursing students, dental students to reopen preventative care. You know what I mean? And stuff like that, which is, right. yeah. like, like, no, 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 like like, ho- like, uh, understaffed hospitals have been calling for, like, hey, bring in people and literally just have them do the jobs where they're at, you know, like, like with, with whatever professional level that they've learned. Like, they can literally be nurse's assistants. They can be whatever. Whatever to do all of these types of things, which is the only good thing in this entire document. Yeah,
2: that
0: but, makes sense. Well, and but, I, um, I, I think I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to touch on it a little bit more. But yeah, I think that there, there, there is a, you know, a, a looming. There, there are some actual looming cliffs uh, in the future with this, this bill right now, or well, not with this bill, with this, with this virus. I mean, uh, that yeah, can, there's a lot of shit looming
2: because. Essentially, the world we're in now is the same as the world we went into, but just the wheels are spinning down. Hmm. I don't think that we've seen a whole lot of major changes yet that I think will probably be coming further down the line yeah. when, like, the the machines actually come to a halt and we have to be like, oh, this isn't starting up soon. Yeah.
3: Okay, so, um, so we're going to go to phase three real fast, right? Because phase three is just about as memey and I think y'all will appreciate it. So <laughs> phase three— Build the Elysium ship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the fucking arcs from uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that 2012 movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so staged reopening. Uh, uh, parentheses varies by local conditions. Not before May first. <laughs> close parenthesis. So we're starting. We're starting with subpoint A. Low mitigation locations first to open. Here are your criteria. One limited transmission, ample public health and health system capacity two all indicators are quote unquote green
2: all of these things are like all right step one make sure that our medical system is functioning well and has the capacity to handle all of these people which is (laughs) just
0: false step 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 two pat pat, pat self on back for having perfect (laughs) medical system that never ever breaks down
3: Uh, so a lot of these things are like testing and isolation considerations, right? Prioritizing testing for uh, people who should be tested, isolating, quarantine people who should be quarantined. <laughs> so, like what we're doing. So this is what we're doing now. Right, 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 right. So, 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 sub point A, pat self on back for what we're already doing. <laughs> sub point B. This is,
2: this is like when I'm a like huge piece of shit and can never get anything done. So I make a list, but like all the things on my list are like write a list get out of bed. <laughs> Your first uh, thing the list is to write like, a list. Yeah, eat breakfast. Just like five easy things I can knock out. So I'm like, hell yeah, halfway done with the fucking list. And then I like don't end up doing the real work I meant to do, but I'm like, I finished half of this checklist already. I'm pretty good. Time to get high now. <laughs>
3: Sub-point two, moderate mitigation locations. Step down from significant to moderate mitigation or step up from low to moderate mitigation. Uh, uh, Why would
1: you be in low? What? (laughs) Well, look, the
2: plan is if you're in a moderate location, you've got to work it and back it up and reverse it. But if (laughs) you're
3: in... Parentheses based on indicators, sub-parentheses, not likely before June, question mark? Close parentheses. (laughs) So, your criteria transmission is occurring that is contained through public health efforts with adequate health system capacity. You're past the hotspot communities meeting all thresholds for community transmission. Your low transmission communities need to increase mitigation strategy to become, to to prevent becoming a hotspot, isolating quarantine, blah, 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 blah. And I mean you you will slowly open up essential workplaces. Like the things that they're calling <laughs> for to open are not necessarily restaurants and bars but like child care facilities, yeah. general oh. workplaces because people can't handle – fucking being with the goddamn kids anymore. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I I mean, like, doing a phased reopening does make sense if you have any sort of reason for the phasing. And, like, (laughs) it does make sense to slowly be like, okay, now the gas stations and now, like, your daycare center and, like, yeah, yeah, go from essential to non-essential as you open things. But they're just like, so we're gonna start this in, I don't know, two weeks seems good. Uh, It's it's just based on nothing.
0: I desperately want to meet... The nineteen-year-old FEMA intern who had to type all this maddeningly fast as just these fucking ghouls just spitballed it in a boardroom over twenty-five minutes before they went to play golf because that's all they <laughs> took. Like all of well, this, no, like this is sub point
2: eight of an eight-hour meeting that we get to hear, and yeah. the rest is like the new <laughs> dominions for like the Amazon <laughs> Republic and the dependent <laughs> <The> rest- Atian. <laughs>
0: I swear to God, Carl, if you say Gladio, I'll destroy you. No,
1: no. The rest is just like, we did all this shit in New Orleans during Katrina that worked, like uh, making sure that black communities died, (laughs) blowing up the levee.
2: Public schools and making them gates charter schools.
1: (laughs) Um, Actively flooding the lower. And they're like, how do we do this for coronavirus?
3: my My favorite part of this entire document is that if I am taking uh, if I am reading um from start to finish and I am like uh, partitioning portions of the document out um to like like by phase, right? Just of sheer like bullet point uh, like vault, like a, a a fucking surface area alone. Phase one, two and a quarter pages. Phase two, one and a half pages. Phase three. And the, the the most important piece of it, maybe a page.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's but no follow through. Do you think that they're trying? Supposed to be, it's supposed to be significant
3: mitigation. Communities remain in shelter in place until thresholds are met. But then the criteria, there's only like four sub bullet points, and I'm like, ah, uh, shouldn't this be the longest piece <laughs> the most well planned out piece? Oh. No, well, no, see, you plan for
0: best case, and guess. then you just kind of roll the <laughs> dice on the worst.
2: Right, Trump, right. Trump, yeah, Trump, Trump's method is more like jazz. You can't expect him to be like Obama and have plans and like know what he's doing. He kinda gets a few notes in and then reevaluates and is like, Okay, this is how this is how far I've gotten now. Time to riff on this. And then he just kinda takes it a new direction. No memory of like the last few things that happened, and he's like, All right, I'm taking it this way now, this way. And yeah, you just feel it. You just
3: gotta feel it. Yeah. That's how it goes. But um so um you, how does- you have to give him credit for trying. <laughs> I, you've got
0: to <laughs> I, I really I really He'll appreciate hand it to himself. For yeah. Sure. Okay. I really appreciate um, that the the like shoot by the shoot from the hip decision making that was so characteristic of the Bush administration like isn't gone. Like I really like that that's even like kind of pumped up the volume a little bit because bro, Uh, Obama did it
3: with drone strikes, man. They weren't strategic. They were just like, fuck it, send in another drone. Let's play some fucking, let's play some flight simulator right now.
2: Who could we bomb? Syrian candidate trigger words. Carl said New Orleans, and then you said Bush. So getting back into that, I saw some tweet that was like a picture of Bush on 9 11, and it was just like, George Bush would never deliberately ignore a catastrophe of this magnitude going on in America.
1: That's right. Uh, he would plan it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, um, how does this, uh, how does all this relate to one of the more recent historical pandemics? You asked. I'm glad you asked. Um, what pandemic? Uh, the Spanish uh, flu. Uh, so everybody. H1N1. Everybody has been uh, comparing this to, yes, the Spanish flu. Um, especially okay, call
1: between. it by its real name, the Iberian Peninsulare flu, okay? Come on. <laughs> the, 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 uh, uh, I will, I will
0: take Hispania flu, flu for a thousand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but mask um... Bubonic. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> um but uh if you look at um even just cdc historical projections of um because they, they have they've been analyzing a bunch of data on like uh, because this is the first time that social distancing or, it, i guess not first time but like major social distancing precautions were actually attempted within the united states right um across the board for to prevent um a resurgence of the flu uh when when this was happening during world war one um granted we we didn't really have the technological capacity for like microscopes and diagnostics diagnostic that you know there was a bunch of red herrings that were thrown out there because <laughs> who knows if, I, I don't I don't know if that's actually happening right now with COVID but we they were severely hamstrung by that at this time but um it was the the, the research the second and third resurgence was uh, at least partially to blame on public health officials uh, unwilling to impose quarantines during this particular wartime um like it said um uh, on history.com, it said uh, that uh, home concluded that the relentless need of warfare justified incurring the risk of spreading the infection and encouraged Britons even to simply carry on during the pandemic. And uh, I, I provided you all graphs because I like graphs. Um, but they were: did uh, the, the deaths per thousand persons spiked around five, five to like a little over five during June? But um, the resurgence that happened in October bumped up to about 25 per thousand persons during its peak. Um, which concluded... Uh, so a recent analysis concluded that in some cities where the measures were implemented early, they reduced transmission rates by up to 30 to 50%. Um, cities that implemented such measures earlier had greater delays in reaching peak mortality and had lower peak mortality rates and lower total mortality. Um, the duration the duration that these like social distancing measures were kept in place correlated with the reduced total mortality burden. Who would have fucking thought? <laughs> um, there are also several historical examples of cities that flouted these rules only to see an increase in influenza cases. Philadelphia philadelphia
2: philly baby, the not, philly their virus. baby. Virus. not their we'll fault not their fault we want go, not their instance, go birds, hosted, go
0: birds. Go philly hosted a
3: 200000 person parade about 10 days after uh, the first deadly case of, of the flu that
0: wasn't was a, a parade play. that was just uh, t- okay in philadelphia if okay, two philadelphia, drunk people walk down the street fight. if two, two people start walking down the street in philadelphia they will just be joined by more and more people until it is either a parade or a riot. Yeah, it, Carl is also correct. Like, it, 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 like if anyone walks in the same direction in Philadelphia, you can burn that city down. It's a fucking it's like, nightmare.
2: It's like New Orleans, but violent. Yeah.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not open like It turns into a riot. Uh, but Philadelphia hosted a 2,000-person parade. About 10 days after they saw the first deadly case of the flu in September 1918, St. Louis was also scheduled to host a parade around this time, but they canceled the event due to the pandemic. Unsurprisingly, Philadelphia would wind up with a death rate more than twice that of St. Louis, 385 people per uh, per 100,000 in St. Louis, compared to 807 per 100,000 in in Philadelphia during the first six months, which is the deadliest period of the pandemic. Um, so.
2: Well, and who could forget President Wilson's telegrams about the Spanish virus? The Spanish virus, everyone. <laughs> Spanish <Yeah>. virus! <laughs> came from Spain.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do? Are saying, Spain? Some are saying the Pope did it. The we all pope know. Dastardly it. Spanish. It was a, they're sneaky. They're they're ethnic whites. We can't trust them. <laughs> it, was a, it was near the Hamon Market where it started. It was it was close to a, to to a priest's house. We all know it. We've been told.
3: It totally wasn't um, the censorship on the press during the the war times that you know you weren't allowed to report on anything that like might damage uh, you know the war um, in the U.S. and the U.K. Yeah,
2: no, it, it started I mean, in it. Kansas, right? Didn't it? Wasn't it like a pig farm in Kansas where Spanish flu actually originated? From? Oh,
3: uh, they don't I'm really know, Spanish but the... it was. But the American military that was spread that was uh, spread out uh, across the the lines during World War One, uh, like all across Europe, was essentially what caused the initial spread of the virus, and then the troops coming home afterwards because of the ridiculously bad way of managing the virus amongst like if you had a mild case you were essentially still sent out onto the front lines where if you had like a really serious case in this in this also like I, I
2: wonder I wonder if having a global military presence that we can't stop or shut down or even reduce will do anything to impact the global spread of corona Oh yeah,
3: absolutely. Like, like totally (laughs) when they, when they fired the fucking Navy captain who was like, can (laughs) you take care of the people on my ship? And they were like, fuck you. No, they don't have Corona. (laughs) And uh, so, but um, essentially, I, I only bring up this uh, you know, uh, 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 relevant data um, specifically with social distancing for all of this shit uh, to, that nobody cares about or is going to read or considers because of what is fucking fact um, that like yeah, social distancing not only works um, works extremely well, but it's not like oh my god, we're going crazy after four fucking weeks of doing it, and we're going to see a resurgence that will literally like quadruple at the very least death rates when when this thing comes back well parker i
2: think that that's um i mean that's a cute theory but i've heard from a lot of people that you're wrong and the virus is not a problem and we need to reopen the economy now because the 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 cure can't be worse than the disease listen
0: listen and, and and here's the bottom line if I have to speak to my wife or my children for more than 15 <laughs> goddamn minutes, I, I, I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to do yeah, something crazy. Adam, Adam, and, how, Adam,
3: how, 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 it's like the gays. How are you ever going to explain the coronavirus to your kid? <laughs> well, look, if I have to – Listen, I might have to explain 15 it. 15
2: minutes of like stoic kind of – Half-hearted conversation with my horrible sticky children. Then
3: <laughs> the coronavirus I... is what's killing the nuclear family. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll go
2: ahead and get yeah, into. I was uh, say, what, that
0: leads what, us right into it.
2: Yeah, what, what what the Okies have been up to lately, and not just the Okies, but this is kind of a uh, a countrywide phenomenon, really. Uh, in which people are, are protesting some of the dr- draconian measures that we've been taking, like um, making people stay home so that they don't spread a deadly virus.
3: Um, fascist this, this, this article from... Stephen, if you can't make choices for yourself, then you don't live in a free country. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to start with that.
2: Yeah, and that, that is what freedom means, is doing what I want, when I want, regardless of the consequences that it has in other people. I should uh, be allowed to spit in public and
1: at people. Yeah, this isn't Singapore. <laughs> okay, come and take the coronavirus from me, okay? <laughs> Molon late, motherfucker. Um, well, this
2: article about the people um, – I'll go ahead and open that. It's, it's a, a a whole group of people, uh, not a very large group, but uh, a rally out front of the Oklahoma state capitol of people demanding to return to work. Uh, this article opens up with the slogans that Wait, they all had. Our state on. motto,
0: labor <laughs> omnia vincent, work conc- vincit, work conquers God all. Vincit, goddammit. It's a hard <laughs> C. There's, there's no Ks in Latin. All Cs are hard. Get it? Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't know Latin. I don't need to know laws, so there's no
2: real <laughs> important reason for me to know Latin. But it's pretty funny that like our very labor-focused state motto has like all of the chuds out being like "work conquers all." Labor is also also uh, do these do these pieces
0: (laughs) do these lazy pieces of shit think they have a right to a job? Because let me tell you them something: (laughs) they don't. They have no Uh, right to work. They need
3: to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Why? Why
0: weren't they saving for a rainy day?
3: see I, I personally think that it's super cool that the extreme prepper boogaloo crowd freaked out and lost the plot less than three weeks into the actual emergency they've just yeah, like they've built their entire identity around
2: for this shit and then like three weeks in you're like no fuck it i gotta go back to working at the cavenders yeah well, I mean, they like... can't afford to buy their fun toys to prep with <laughs> that's true yeah they're like all right it's been three weeks and i haven't bought a new assault rifle yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I haven't bought a new assault rifle and an exotic cartridge that, like, five factory – one factory makes and that, like, only I can reload. Guys, guys, let's uh,
0: be really honest with what's really going on. Anyone who is a prepper has now seen uh, Tiger King and is trying (laughs) to open an exotic animal park. (laughs) That is what is going on across Oklahoma. T- you cannot uh, find a tannerite or a baby tiger. There are rivalries starting that are <laughs> going to burn down. Ch- coal counties are going to be on fucking fire. I honestly believe that I'll Oklahoma. The, of the 2020s. I, I honestly believe that Oklahoma will be remembered as the natural habitat for lions and tigers and big cats <laughs> yeah. going forward. Because after this, the, the pop- downfall
3: of American empire.
0: <laughs> yeah. They'll the, the just, there's just going to be a population of such inflated big, cats that it's just like yeah they're, they're basically like house cats they're just everywhere they're just on people's <laughs> roofs no one can go outside We've it's just a an entire new ecosystem where large cats hunt buffalo
2: along the plains
3: <laughs> somebody actually did tweet a picture of a mountain lion on top of their house and they were like my stimulus check won't come down <laughs> but i don't know i don't know, i but i appreciate um how housebroken americans are you no, know what i mean they are just demanding of, the right no, to go
1: out and no, die no to keep the ruling class rich okay no, that's all no they one's housebroken wanted. this is more astroturf than the fucking tea party yeah <laughs> so is that, literally that is crazy. one thing about this
2: rally and most of these rallies is that they're getting a lot of coverage aches it's the only thing that's happening right now but it's very sensationalist and like if you actually look at these rallies it's Most of the time, like, less than 100 people. You
0: you don't mean 13 people in sweatpants screaming at an empty state house isn't the most (laughs) important thing that's going on or the Uh, most, like, politically poignant? Like, these people have the ability to affect real change.
1: See, see, see. I I saw like a video out of Michigan where it was like uh, some guy tweeted it and he was like, Real America's waking up. We won't take it anymore. This coronavirus is fake. Okay. I want to get through some of these. Yeah, I want to get through
2: some of these quotes real quick because the the real human interest of this, I think, is the hook of this article. Um,
3: See, see, corona ain't that important. Why are doctors allowed to put other cancers and diseases and surgeries on hold to drink beer?
2: You're (laughs) not
3: far off. So uh, That was one of my favorites.
2: We got, we got a collection of quotes here.
0: Uh, first of all, Joe Biddick, uh, not, not Joe Biden. <laughs> that's, that's, that is absolutely Joe Exotic just on the outside.
2: <laughs> Joe a mustache and a top hat. <laughs> I think that we need to uh, give every American stimulus check to my tigers. Um, Joe Biddick says, get Oklahoma back to work again. We're in the oil and gas business and we need people driving their cars. <laughs> uh, like,
0: everyone cool. do your part and and just just drive around today
2: look, The fast apocalypse is really impeding the progress of the slow apocalypse now and <laughs> we gotta get back on that
1: slow apocalypse grind hey uh, hey, uh, so uh you, see know, see the, you know look, it's would <laughs> so good would totally be producing oil right now if it weren't for coronavirus yeah uh, yeah, yeah well I, it's, it's amazing important. If you get more people driving their
2: cars to work, it will offset like all of the planes in the world stopping. It's, it's amazing.
3: Like the, the 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 it's incredible. The 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 uh, environment's recovered so much that you can see the Star Wars intro. You know what I mean? In the sky. Now.
2: <laughs> well, we've got a few like. Um a few epidemiologists in the crowd here that had some quotes like um laurie gracie who said i think too many people are looking at it the coronavirus as an either or and really what we have here is a both and uh, <laughs> someone
3: not to improv, she's doing yes and sounds like a fucking <laughs> linguist adam you need to go talk to her about that subjunctive we can thing. both
2: protect the most vulnerable amongst us And get back to working and get the economy back up so that it doesn't tank. Wasn't the whole Um, point
0: of like most of the screaming about Obamacare that they were going to have death panels that were going to like prefer quality life years instead of like protecting old people? And the whole yes, problem yeah, with the, that is that any sort it, of
2: socialized or public health program was that they will decide who lives and dies versus our current reality in which everyone. Dies. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, but, but so you have to you have to understand how that's consistent, right? Since the opposition in both cases to what the government is planning on doing is entirely astroturfed, it doesn't actually matter what the content is. <laughs> it's meaningless.
2: Um. Okay. Here's another one. Uh. From. Sarah Odom, who says, we just need to get our businesses back open and let people get back to work. People need to be able to have a proper income coming in to be able to pay our employees, keep businesses working instead of collecting welfare. So this guy um, is is (laughs) one of the marginalized groups in America, business owners.
0: Bro, did he (laughs) not know that they're like, like this sound, it, it sounds like, and I guess it sounds like this being probably because these people believe that the coronavirus is a hoax. Is like that. did they just think that the country has been closed? Like that they were just like they they woke up one morning and it was like yeah your store is closed my man and, oh oh my well I guess since they said it I better just do that did, did okay and then they're Whoa. like well I don't understand why did they close it I don't know why it's like shh, shh, right. what the
2: fuck. Well, so this this article had some good polls, but the real the real meat heater, I think, is the comments. Uh, oh, of course, it always
0: it. is. This is the galaxy <laughs> brains, my dog.
2: Yeah. So here's here's a response about it. Uh, oh, this is someone who doesn't like the protesters, but she's also uh, so she <laughs> says they're ignorant. <laughs> Easily misled, self-righteous, and comfortable in the state's perennial bottom-dweller status here, including in reference to health care, insurance, and overall health. Continually voting for people who work hard to pit the haves and have-nots against each other while taking their marching orders from the haves, it's the oaky way, worrying that the gray-starving squirrel might get a nut he doesn't deserve from the red-starving squirrel who was here first. And so is a quote real squirrel? I guess this is kind of an understanding of well, yeah. This is beautiful. Solidarity. Oh
0: my god! Yeah. This this had to have been written Diane by like Foster. Yeah, who take
3: you on
0: the show. Well, no, no. That was what I was about to say. This I, oh my god! I, this has to be written by a middle aged like wine mom that is just in the perfect sunset mood. Like like finally the valium and the wine are like she is totally. Like, oh my god! She is. They're uh, finally mixing. Who's, who's can have
1: some sense of solidarity.
0: This is just one of like Orb Mom's secret accounts. Marian Williamson's just like posting. Steven, Steven, finish, finish,
2: finish the thing. Yeah, yeah, it goes on. Um, meanwhile, yeah, so the um, her whole thing about the squirrels is that, and then she goes, Meanwhile, the brown squirrels take all the nuts and laugh at the red squirrels for begrudging the gray squirrels one lousy nut while well, they distribute their benefactors more nuts than a squirrel and his family could ever consume. Boomer Sooner. <laughs> Boomer
1: Sooner, indeed! <laughs> I feel like she could have really fleshed out the colors there. That was kind of unclear, you know? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> like, don't see, use politics I colors. It.
0: And then you
2: I know mean, I, I guess, yeah, this is just a very cursory understanding of what working class solidarity is, but she has no context for it and has to crave it in squirrels. But right <laughs> track, at least, you know? Just got,
0: just got the thread of It It must be amazing to like, you know, have that original idea and think how brilliant you are, but you're really just reciting things that people figured out in the mid, like the mid 18th century. Like, yeah, congrats, <laughs> welcome to the party. I mean,
2: that's the important part of being a leftist is thinking you're the one that come up with these ideas first and thinking everyone else is a mouth breathing savage who for not understanding it yet. <laughs> See,
3: I just want to say that and Adam, you can probably relate to this, that we are innocent until proven guilty. We do not need an immunity certificate or a false test result to prove we are not vectors of the disease that are walking around. Okay? Give well, me. I, think, and I, I think, think one of the
1: funniest things about about all of this is these people are protesting this shit. They're like, oh my God, we got to let the economy get back to normal. And if if we did the thing that European, a lot of European countries, you know, social democracies, countries outside of Europe, like any kind of like half developed or developed nation is doing, Right. Uh, that's not under the thumb of the IMF, which is just saying, yeah, we're going to furlough all your workers. Everybody just furlough all your workers. We're going to cover salaries for, like, at like 60 80 100%, um, and furlough them, and then they'll come back on whenever this is over, and we'll just reset the economy. It'll go back to what it was before. And, well, and if, I, uh... if you suggested that to them, they'd be like, that's fucking socialism, and it's disgusting, <laughs> but it's literally the... It would do exactly what they want to have
3: happen. Right. I mean, of absolutely. Course. But
0: do we just let no, them no? I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think it would because I think. Like, I'm going to be really honest with you. These people need to get out of the fucking house. Like, yeah. they are having to talk to people that they hate. Their families, no, and they cannot well stand well, it anymore. Well, well I, mean, and they I think, think that's they want to hang out with their bros.
1: They like want to hang wh- out with their bros at the golf course. Hit on the like uh, cart girl, the drink girl. And um, you know, having an affair with their ugly secretary, who's a man. You That's know? not who
2: these people are. Those people don't give a shit. They're doing fine in the yeah. Corona world. I really do think these are people with like jobs that they've lost because of Corona. So I don't want to completely dismiss them, yeah, even no. though they're cranks. Um, and there is like a weird question about this because there will come a point when we do start opening shit back up, and it's not like the virus is completely gone. There is that calculus that will need to happen at some point where it's like, okay, we have the numbers low, more people might catch this when we open up again, but yeah, it's it's like, but these people are just doing that calculus way too early and are like, yeah, it's been three weeks, fuck it, let's like, at some point we will open things up and there will be more cases as a result of it, undoubtedly, but we just need to wait until maybe we have some infrastructure some, to I, actually yeah, some, deal with cases
0: rising
1: again.
2: Some, yeah, some, I do some tests say, though,
0: or some fucking, like, yeah, just infrastructure, I mean, yeah. I,
1: I want to say that I I don't think these people lost these jobs. I think these people lost their income. Right? They're probably like business owners, like small, medium-sized business owners, gas station owners. Um, you know, like they're the same people, like landlords who get mad whenever the money's not coming in. And it's like, okay, if I lose my job, like that sucks ass for me. I didn't invest anything in this. You know, I had an agreement with somebody else to pay me. Right. These people are like investors and they're like small investors or something, but they're mad all of a sudden that the risk that is inherent in investment is coming home to roost. Well, right? because this and so is it's like, OK, because the, no, this is part of the deal. Like if you were going to no, invest not, in a gas it's station, it's not part of the deal. That is not part of the deal
2: in America. You don't assume risk when you invest in shit. And this is the <laughs> hey. first time people have been confronted with consequences of risk. And they're like, no, that's not the deal. I'm never supposed well, to stop making look, money off of owning capital. Look, I want a haircut. Okay. And all I want, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I mean like, yeah, Carl, you are right in theory. Yes, you are supposed to assume the risk when you make an investment, but how we've been operating essentially for like 70 years is that if you ever take too much of a loss, you always have daddy government there to like bail you out. And so you can create more jobs. The most important thing you could ever do in the world. Um, so yeah, well, it's also like, like, you're like, at a point where everyone is having the same risk impact and all of a sudden the government that they have spent decades trying to eviscerate can't like support or uphold these businesses that were like, fuck the government, we don't need shit. And now they're like, oh, it turns out when we all lose our jobs at once, we kind of do need some sort of social infrastructure.
0: I've never understood um, why with all this talk about creating jobs, my um, – dig holes and then fill them in uh (laughs) company has never gotten off the ground because i could literally i could employ millions of people to dig holes and then fill them in
2: i don't know if you saw in california they're uh doing just that taking sand from the beaches and filling in the skate parks so that no one uses them
1: (laughs) are they actually doing that yeah yeah (laughs) that's fascist they're burying so this. The that is literally a thing described by John Maynard Keynes as a way to keep the economy going in a recession. I mean, <laughs> except instead it, of skate parks, it's burying gold, but it's the exact same idea. <laughs> see, and then
2: like I'm. I do think that this is a perfect time for make work programs. Everyone's out of work. We have a bunch of public shit that needs to get I God, mean, if they if could just put, fix
0: Cherry Street, I would quit yeah. my job. No, I was gonna say that. If we
3: they, could put a they, couple they, million people to work fixing the roads while no one's on them. Literally, no, 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 no. I have multiple friends of mine who work in construction and they're, this hasn't stopped. Like, no, 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 no. Public works projects are still absolutely happening. I don't know if we're memeing because I checked out for a second, but.
0: I mean, no, they they know, have to the top, time, but, but they need to be more.
3: Yeah, like, the I idea
1: of Parker would be to 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 not continue the ones we're doing right now, but to massively expand them to be like, oh, yeah, look, no one's on our bridges, all of which are broken,
0: and, uh, uh, and uh, or expand the amount of people pull. at the sites. Like, I all of Cherry Street is shut down, and they're working on like a quarter of it at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you could put just just throw three hundred more people out there and just see if they don't fix that road fucking faster. God damn it, I want well, access I say, to the road like, I live on.
2: You'd you'd think for a country that has baked into its system an economic collapse every 10 years, we would have some sort of like switch we could flip, or some sort of infrastructure for being like, okay, millions are out of work now. We have all of these reserved public work jobs to make work, and like we could just do that every 10 years when the economy collapses and millions lose their job. At like really? a, at a minimum, shitty thing that our country could do.
1: Like, well, like, just you know? be prepared for, example, for this inevitable thing that happens every decade. So, like, the the German government has this thing. Um, I mean, a lot of other governments in Europe are doing it too now, but it's they call it, like, short work where it's like, oh, you all have to furlough people for a short bit because of a recession. Okay, yeah, we step in and cover it. Like, that's just a policy they have. Yeah, during normal times where they're like, we save money to run this, and we calculate, we try and figure out how much we'll need for that, so that we could just turn the economy back on, whatever. And it's like, well, and even
2: I've I've said this before is like, I don't particularly like UBI as a normal program. I don't think it's actually socialist, but I think as a crisis measure, it does make sense to like float people along a couple months when you have this like bottom falling out and everyone's kind of scrambling. And, well, I mean, that, that 1200 bucks was nothing but a drop in the pan. But I think, like, setting up a consistent UBI for, like, the next six months could help us. I mean, would make it so that it didn't hurt people and you could actually build the infrastructure you need and do the precautions you need to take to reopen everything without everyone being like, I don't know where I'm going to get food this week.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, do we want to move on to the second Oklahoma story?
1: Let's do it. Yeah,
0: let's talk about uh, the old fashioned budget. Huh? 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 God, I'm so excited. Yeah, you talk dollars and cents. Turns
1: out um, <laughs> turns out, actual politics is still happening somehow. You would be surprised. It's happening at a much lower rate, which is why we've been doing cool shows like me telling you all
0: the truth about alright <laughs> um, uh, Don't. Don't. But... Don't. Carl, <laughs> hey, hey, here's your warning and uh, the listener's okay, warning.
1: Okay, okay. No, I won't. I won't. Okay. No warning needed. No warning needed. That oh, way you so can't punish good. me when I do it later. Um, it was needed. It, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you all might be surprised to learn, uh, Oklahoma might be in for some budget woes. Did Did you all see that c- coming? Did you all Did you all think that might happen right now? Uh, farm really pretty good. I'm like, God damn it! What? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> Go along with it. No. God.
0: You um, didn't like my Perrier so, bit.
1: So you know, um, as always, Oklahoma is never going to paying its budget. Um, but coming into 2019, after well, a bunch of we're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weird. How, how do those things work? Um, after having like an okay 2019, like 2018 and 2017, just being like a fucking dogfight, um, we looked like going into 2020 that things were going to be great. We're like, oh my god, bro, it's so good, it's great. Um, it was going well, smooth sailing gas uh, oil was expensive the economy was moving along there weren't going to be any fights about what we were trying to do um and then COVID-19 well there would have still been those fights yeah, I mean there would have been some. It's just like Republicans had like uh you know maj- Republicans now have a majority in both houses where they don't need Democrat vote, Democratic votes for right. anything. It, it was you know. like
2: they were gonna be stable enough that we weren't gonna have all these crises we needed to solve with the
3: budget.
1: But <laughs> it's
3: just just like oh we
1: could just get through it. Um, jokes on us. <laughs> uh, not true. Um, And there there are, like, two things that are uh, important to note. And I want to talk about what's happening at, like, the local level before we talk about the state level. Because the stuff at the state level is as stupid, is dumber than you thought it could be. (laughs) Um, But at the local level, Oklahoma has this really cool thing where cities can't fund anything on property taxes. Um, The idea here is, oh, we want to keep property taxes low. You know, when the state was founded, it was, like, 10% urban or something. It's just farmer-heavy state. Um, and farmer, the farmer lobby really wants to make sure that they're not paying taxes for the dirty degenerates living in, um, uh, Oklahoma, Brooklyn, as they like to call Tulsa. <laughs> uh, so cities basically fund themselves on, on, um, sales taxes. This is like Oklahoma is one of the highest sales tax rates in the country. I mean, it really depends on the county and the city you're in, right? Uh, how high your sales tax are, but it, it comes out to be something like 9% basically across the board. Um. Uh, um, which is ridiculously high, right? Uh, and that yeah, isn't, is, that's essentially Texas a have no sales tax. Um, I think Texas doesn't. I know that like Oregon doesn't. I know that Florida for doesn't. sure. Um, I know DC has like five percent on everything except for dining, where it's ten percent. Um, like. Oh. Oklahoma just, I mean, it has really high ones because the average comes out to be about 9%, right? Um, that, that is about as high as it gets. And that is, of course, like it's a flat tax, so it, it means that it's we a have a regressive the, tax. Yeah, it's regressive, yeah. so we have one of the highest, if not the highest, burden of taxes on the poor, great during a recession. Uh-huh. And on top of that, right, it's a consumption tax. So the only way that, you know, Tulsa or Oklahoma City can fund itself in any kind of meaningful sense is with people,
3: people spending could. money.
1: Um, people are not spending money. I think everyone will be surprised to learn. Uh, and the one place that we can collect sales tax now is, is is through online sales. but even that are down because people don't have any fucking money. They're not working. you know, unemployment is up in an insane way. and they shouldn't um, be buying
2: from Amazon right now.
1: Yeah, uh, um, I shouldn't be. Um, I think
2: they're on strike or just recently went on strike or having like some big worker protection issues with their warehouses. I've been avoiding it for the last couple of weeks just to be safe. I'm not fucking with them. But do your own research, everyone. All all, all consumption. They're always bad. If you can avoid buying from Amazon even when they're not doing bad, when they're not having labor disputes, still do it. But
0: I think, yeah. I I will also just interject that there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. So don't beat yourself up over it either.
1: Sure. Just buy stuff from this land. Buy stuff from this land. That's the only place you should be buying stuff from. Um, (laughs) Keep them open. Um, and so that that's like a really big problem for for local and county governments. Um, counties do get some property taxes, uh, thank God, but uh, not as much. And so it's just like, okay, cool, we're gonna have this massive collapse and shit. And. The other reason we're going to have a massive collapse and shit, too, is that the oil industry has just cratered. It is Damn, I mean, 99 cents a um, gallon. Like, right now, uh, I, yesterday I checked, uh, West Texas crude, which has its price set in Cushing, um, is it, like, 18 bucks a barrel?
2: <laughs> I just can't believe that, like, no one has had the idea to try and transition our economy out of, like, an extractive resource-based one. No, no, no
0: because that would require work especially, and thought, and they don't want to do that. They just want to beat their heads against the wall and the money to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. especially something like oil, where like like the reason so oil is not everybody is like oh no, oil it'll bounce back, it'll be okay. Oil, the reason oil is down so low is that like the airlines aren't flying, and like this is true. Well, I, this I, is it's a really also important part the, of the price war is, between the Russians and um, the.
2: Yeah, it's the price yeah. war
1: between Russia, the Russians, and OPEC, because OPEC, as a consortium of nations of smaller nations without a lot of political power, none of whom are like uh, great powers or even—I mean, I guess some of them are regional powers, right? They have a real interest in setting prices for oil, so they can all agree together on like. We get this much money out of it. Although Russia. I think
2: I do think OPEC recently stopped producing, so we should see those prices go up pretty soon again. Not that that's like
1: it, it, they did it like a week ago. Uh, yeah. Russia Russian OPEC came to an agreement because they they started cratering the price and already made it impossible for like Oklahoma to Oklahoma oil okay. companies to produce because they brought it below. 50. Yeah, like, I think. Um, Bucks a barrel, but then they agreed to it, and it's still they agreed to it like two uh, a week or two ago, and it stayed this low because, like, you had the double shock of a massive overproduction for about two weeks that just flooded the market, right? Like, we were getting to the point where it was hard to store oil and absolutely no demand.
2: So that's that's, what my, that's okay, what my dad
1: does now is his
2: company is oil storage, not like oil production. And so I've kind of gotten some info from him about like his company's been fine lately because everyone's had more to store because all of the producing wells aren't selling directly anymore. Um, yeah. So it's like all of these wells have shut down, which is where the kind of like the, that's the, where the working class
1: jobs are, where the money yeah. is. And yeah, It's also where the tax revenue is because, like, you know, Oklahoma does still have the lowest gross production tax in the country, but that's still, like, one of the most important parts of our budget, right? Yeah, with really well, I mean, less- the storage right.
2: thing is, like, they haven't been hit yet, but it's looking like oil won't recover for a while, so pretty soon down the line they're going to have to start selling all of this stored oil at a loss, um, which means that, like, it has hit the producing wells, but hasn't hit, like, a lot of, I'm sure, the shit that, like, Chesapeake or... um a lot of these big oil companies are doing, which is like having their reserves that they sell off slowly or, I mean, they basically hold it like an asset. And they are at
1: a point where they might have to sell assets at a loss. And I mean, we're already seeing that in like the farming uh, economy. Oh yeah. Like, okay, like, we have to
2: up fields and like pouring out milk and doing all of this stuff that you uh, you you uh, love to do in an unplanned
0: economy. This is actually yeah. uh, those are actually um, uh, they're they're throwing it all out so that they can put 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 new poison in it because it's actually a yeah. There's these not days. enough fluoride in the milk. That's actually not what's going fun. on
1: the soy it doesn't have enough feminizing estrogen in it yep <laughs> and so i i mean some of this is really bleak like uh airlines are operating at five percent right now <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if you've seen the
2: map of america versus like europe and asia we still have like 10 times more flights running than they do
1: yeah um because we have a lot uh we don't have like the quarantine and play stuff is a lot less strict in the U.S. than it is um, in in Europe and so on. Well, also I mean, the, a lot of it's just like the government subsidizes these empty flights because they have to run the routes or
2: else that we yeah. just have like a bizarre air travel system in place. Well, It'd be like I, air actually, taxis. What, uh, It'd just be like the four reason people Europe has on less a flight to Boston. <laughs> you, yeah, you call, you call the airplane and reserve it ahead of time. And they're like, all right, yeah, we'll fly you there.
1: So um, I think we also have that law where you have to fly the routes to keep your slot at the airport. Uh, we haven't done anything to fix that. Um, almost immediately, like over a month ago, uh, like more than half of the European Parliament was like, okay, it is not environmentally okay to just fly empty planes to keep these routes open. <laughs> like, well, how about we cancel that when no one is traveling? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why they have less life, which, like, makes sense, but also still means no oil demand. Yeah. <laughs> so we, on the other um, hand,
2: have figured out how to make our empty planes roll coal in the sky. <laughs>
3: <laughs> has somebody, uh, the has somebody...
1: The real do you know what I mean? But,
3: um, but has somebody, act, has somebody like, uh, like, told the airlines that um, their ancestors survived an ice age and hunted tigers with pointed sticks, and so they should act like that they descended from them? <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I, um, I have been yelling at airplanes as they fly overhead that they need <laughs> to get get real jobs. Um, but that doesn't seem I don't I don't have a good pejorative to yell at them. So I, I really feel like you whenever you yell. The
2: Just shine laser pointers at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but make sure you do that at the airport. Don't, don't do that. Eric. Yeah, uh, do not do
0: the, Do not try anything that you hear or see on this program at home, especially if you, so you see it. A- if you see anything with this podcast, you definitely shouldn't follow its advice.
1: We should, what we you should, should actually a do this warning at the beginning of all of our episodes. So get your hunting rifle and put a laser <laughs> uh, a laser target finder on it. And then go stake out by the airport <laughs> and point <laughs> it at the noses of the plane.
0: I just... I do just, not do it. You will
1: go straight to jail. You will not collect $200. Um, but um, all of that is bad enough, right? Terrible. Terrible for the state budget. Um, but... Something that this show criticized pretty heavily for good reason, right? Uh, because no one could see this fucking coming. Um, th- that we criticized with the teacher bill uh, that that got teachers back to work and, and raised some money going into the schools and shit. Uh, most importantly, raised teacher pay. Is they set a lot of money aside uh, in the rainy day fund so that in case some bullshit happens, we can take some money out and say, yeah, bullshit happened. We're gonna, we have a dome economy that's based on a fundamentally based on a global commodity where prices are set outside of our control. Um, we need to make sure that we can deal with changes in that economy. And right now the state budget is projecting a hole of about $416 million, which is like a really large hole when the state budget is something like 7 billion bucks. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh, not a lot of money. <laughs> that's, that's like, that's massive. That is a huge percentage of the state budget, you know? Um, and so what, we've said we need to do is pull out about 476 billion from the rainy day fund so we can cover it we could keep doing all the services we need to do we can have some extra just in case so we don't have to pass it again so we can keep people out and this uh, appropriations bill to get that money was was passed with uh, veto proof majorities in both houses one uh, one dissent vote in both houses um i don't know who did it um and like that, OK, great. OK, we could we could deal with this budget hole. We could keep running through June and then we can come back and deal with it and see where the state is asked, uh, where the state is at economically. Um, the governor, uh, Kevin Stitt, happens to really hate this idea because he has some eight million dollar pet project that he wants to make state services online. That sounds great. Um yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know, this is not like a vital service that we need to do. We need to make sure that, like, we can run the basic shit. That's where we're going to put the money. And so he doesn't like he doesn't like the plan. Uh, and you would think, okay, well, he doesn't like it, but they have veto-proof majorities. They'll just pass it without him. Mm-hmm. Um, you would be wrong about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of a very stupid thing to access rainy, rainy day fund money, Stit is currently holding it up. So, to get access to rainy day money, the Board of Equalization, which declares state budget failures, has to have a meeting and say, okay, there's a state budget failure, right? Um, who happens to chair the Board of Equalization that makes this declaration? None other than the governor himself. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> <Jeez. That laughs> so, last week— he, That boy he out here. Was
3: like, uh, he was the just memes. like,
1: no, you all passed this And my like pet project. Is it getting money? Uh, yeah, we're not going to hold the meeting. Now, I think he this, says like, his pet project
2: is that website, but it's actually sewing together twins in his basement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's keeping flood records open to go to it uh, when there's a coronavirus. Um so, he's refused to hold a meeting, right? After the stuff came out, he said, "I'll pass the I'll pass the spending part of it, but I won't pass the other parts because I don't like that my pet project isn't getting money." So, She's we don't cool have the money- conservative
2: <laughs> for the way yeah. <laughs>
1: So we don't have, so we don't have the money to spend that we're, we've laid, uh, that we've appropriated for this purpose, because he won't call it, um, and he canceled the meeting the second the law, the the laws came through, and the spending wasn't what he wanted. And so we've had to go to the Supreme Court now to say, hey, what the fuck? Like very clearly delineated in the Constitution, just like the 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 federal Constitution is that the uh, House controls the purse, right? The house sets budgets and then everybody has to agree or disagree with the budget of the house, but they have like the final say, right? That's where they have to originate. And if you don't like it, you have to be able to beat it. Um, you can't beat it if you have veto proof majorities in in the house and the Senate. Um, and so they went to the Supreme court and said, this is like literally unconstitutional what he's doing. Now the Supreme court in its infinite brilliance said, no, okay, uh, governor, you do have to hold this meeting, but we're going to wait and have oral arguments a day after you hold the meeting <laughs> to oh, see yeah. if this is uncomfortable. um <laughs> so what's going to happen is they're going to hold the meeting on Monday uh Stitt will say uh I adjourn the meeting immediately um won't have anything happen and uh then they'll go to oral arguments where Stip will be like I don't like this so I'm not doing it um and then the Supreme Court is going to have to make a decision and go through this um I'm the thing that pisses me off the most about this is that like we still have the same people. Running the House and Senate from the good old-fashioned, well, the same person running the House from from the teacher strike days. uh, Charles, this is bullshit McCall. Fuck that guy. That guy's a piece of shit. Fucking hate him. We are now forced to say, yeah, he's actually on the right side right now because of how shitty Governor Stitt is in terms of trying to deal with the economy. The king of shade. (laughs) Just (laughs) The Oklahoma (laughs) Nancy Pelosi. (laughs)
2: Um, uh, I think that we should all be slavishly devoted for him for having one good take and forget yeah. any bad thing he's ever done. That's, that's like, the, that's the centrist like,
1: way. I you know, would like I, to say, I, though, that he um, he reacted with more hatred and swore on camera to teachers asking to be able to afford living uh, than he did to the governor attempting to take away his constitutional power as Speaker of the House. So still not a good guy. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, but, like, you know, you know, teachers' lounges have all that free coffee, so they kind of make it up there.
1: True. Fair point. Uh, I, I imagine all teacher lounges are just, like, uh, the teacher lounge and community. So they're just drunk. The, um, <laughs> it just, no, it's just the eyes wide shut party. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, like, like, we're at a point where um, House and Senate Republicans and Democrats are all like no we're on we all agree like we found the thing that can unite us and that's saying how fucking bad Kevin's uh, Kevin's tit is handling the economy of Oklahoma disappearing <laughs> Like, that's it's it's impressively, it's impressive how bad of a job he's doing.
2: I and mean, like- I think that this confirms, uh, it falls in line with our continuing theory, which that Oklahoma is a microcosm of the country at large. <laughs> Stitt is filling the Trump role, uniting everyone to come up with their own shitty plans, and like hatred of state will make everyone be like, oh, this plan's not that bad, even when it's like some dog shit, like budget cuts or whatever. And yeah, I think that. Certainly, Stit sucks, and, but I'm concerned that like everyone hating Stit will just be like, well, we'll introduce our shitty plan that's slightly less shitty, and everyone will love us because it's not as bad as Stit. Which is what everyone does with Trump when like the Dems look, are like, look. here's a some means-tested bullshit for you. And, look, Steven,
3: I, I get that you don't like that the pyramid of intellect is, you know, <laughs> topped by people from high school who just think that this is all a conspiracy. Oh, I love that pyramid getting topped. Yeah, but, you know, that is the truth. And and it's, about, it's even above the PhDs, right? Master's degrees, <laughs> like the very top of it is people who, you know, do their own research.
2: Well, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you've got food and shelter, um, like, you know, self-actualization. At the very top of that is uh, going to Chili's with your large sons and being able to order a jalapeno poppers. <laughs> Split the two for 20. Yeah, oh. and so the, the state is denying our our
1: most highest needs right now what's the point point of america if we can't do that you know that's not what our forefathers wanted
0: (laughs) i think these are all good points and i also think it's about time for us to move on to the conservative reading series for the week come on over here come on coward
3: coward i know that i want to
0: punch you in the nose
3: I'll beat your goddamn ass you son of a bitch you're an intellectual dumbass and i'm coming Coward! You think
0: you're a tough guy? I hate you, coward! <laughs> We're gonna defeat this anti-human scum! We're gonna wreck their world! Uh,
1: are you all ready for for a good, fun one? Some really, oh, some in. really hot takes.
3: Um, it's, I see a Tulsa Beacon link. I don't know if good and fun. Oh
1: wait, uh, on here I
2: got I got uh, a little survey from Google before I can read the article. Do
3: you know someone in your
2: community who is sick? Fever, <laughs> cough, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing right now.
3: Yeah, I do. Go get What them. is
1: their name and address? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's how we're going to test everybody. Google survey. Ads. Yeah, it's going to be CAPTCHA. It's going to be the testing infrastructure that we have now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is a, a great system to just have people like deciding
1: whether or not their neighbors may have it.
0: everyone turning each other in definitely won't won't, everyone's gonna
1: be a sloth grandmother watching each other (laughs) um no we're not actually doing tulsa there were some some tulsa beacon jewels but like it was just all actually too fascist it was like too openly fascist it was like we need law enforcement and the military to shut down abortion clinics because of the chinese coronavirus and i was like you know what
2: to, you know we what? Cut which, the did you can
3: see so the we number.
2: can't do too many Tulsa Beacon articles. We gotta cut it with some Oklahoman. Get some flour in the mix.
3: <laughs> Step <laughs> on it a little bit. He can't get the full on. Yeah, we can't have pure uncut. Up up the supply. Beacon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it will rot your brain. It will rot it out of your ears.
1: This is also gonna rot your brain, and this is by uh, this is published uh, Sunday, April twelfth, last Sunday. It's a uh, point of view. Now is the time for innovation in public education. By one Robert Ruiz. We, why does we, he we look like? About like him just a really shitty
3: overweight George Lopez.
1: Um, we you made that joke last time we read an article from him because Did he's I? the go to guy. Yeah, he's the go to guy for saying <laughs> why not more charter schools. It doesn't matter what it is, it always means more charter schools. Um,
3: I'm glad he is, sticks with his appearance, though. I guess it works for him.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's a good look. It's a good look. Um, he's a hot shitty. Boy. Yeah, he has, like, the, the bottom right uh, political compass facial hair. Um, yeah,
3: that goatee is that never a hair. good look on anybody. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Um, he's also he got
2: the smug, like, profile pic look. He just needs to have a finger under his chin. It would be
3: perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he'd be a Ben Shapiro.
3: Oh, he'd own people harder.
1: Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, if there is an upside to great disturbance and upheaval, Ooh,
3: we are already foolish, already just
2: fucking foolish, right yeah.
1: there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> just uh, the uh, I read on opportunity here.
1: I read my Um I thought creative destruction was a good thing. Uh, <laughs> polyani was not making a point that it has pluses and minuses, and that it's a reality we have to live with. No, he was just saying it's great whenever we just have massive social upheaval. Um, I will okay. say that
2: this is a rare break from the Oklahoman where they don't start the first two sentences with a good take. They're just starting with the like draconian proposal.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it is that unforeseen challenges can often lead to innovations and permanently and positively alter our society.
0: Oh no, the this co- is just going to be an I- advocation for Operation Paperclip.
1: I'm going to Maybe. Uh, Operation uh, Clippy, actually, I think, is what okay, it is. if we um, didn't
2: take their medical research, it would have been a waste of all that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was totally useful medical research.
3: Yeah. Fucking, wait, did you say um, Operation Clippy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see why in a bit. Um, you'll see
1: why in a bit. Um, the COVID-19 pandemic has forced us indoors, but it has also challenged us to seek new ways to connect to each other, do business, and go about our lives. No one should be surprised if telemedicine, for example, gains a permanent foothold in our medical community. Or if businesses realize there are benefits to letting many of their employees work from home.
2: Already okay, has. here's the like here's already the, has like, where I'm like, all right, fair
1: enough. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. I think that work from home for like white collar office workers does make sense. And
1: well and, and if you change or some of the language in the, the first in the day it'd be like this is this is a chance to do socialism, great. But like the second you throw innovation in it's like, no, this is bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: I mean, well, these it, are also things that the have been in our between, economy like, for like maybe, a decade. A, so yeah, it's like, it's you know, I take congratulations in. for fucking realizing.
2: It's the difference between realizing this is an opportunity, to, like we work, how our economy works, and like prepare for crises versus what he's talking about, which is like, ooh, how do we pick the the meat off of the bones?
1: Yeah, how do we how do we get that state money for education and turn it yeah. into profit? um it is extremely important that public education is a part of this conversation about innovation and modernization, because the shortcomings of today's system are glaringly obvious and holding back our kids. In a world that is digitally focused and internationally connected, most of today's public schools are changed to a system of brick-and-mortar buildings assigned by zip code. For many schools, the order to adopt remote learning, which, is, which in the 21st century should mean online classes, was like an order to take their students on a field trip to Mars. An impossibility for institutions where learning has occurred basically the same way for one hundred years. I mean maybe that's was it's
2: standardized and doesn't require individuals to purchase things like computers or internet service. Maybe that's also, it's a good thing. I mean, I'm glad also, he was
3: listening to the podcast of just talking about terraforming Mars. <laughs> <because> that's true. <laughs> it's a really good take. Also, maybe part
1: of uh, the importance of public schools and like learning and so on is socialization. That is like stuff that happens outside of the classroom. Maybe the point of school is not just like prepping you to work, but also like oh, you meet people. You have to deal with social problems. Like oh, you don't like this person. You have to make friends. You have to yeah. learn like social interaction as well. I don't, you know? I
2: don't think most people think that the point of K through twelve school is to like learn the things that you learn in them and like apply those to your life. It's, like, you right. you interact and, with people and do bullshit busy work for your life.
3: And, <laughs> if anything, half of the fucking parents now are like, take them away. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the, the fucking, other important thing. Where's my babysitting at? I don't care if I like, graduate or not. Like, that's
1: central function. Like, it's a central function of schools that they perform that they let parents work, right? Yes. But it's like, okay, your children are taken care of as well. Like, it does so much more than just, oh, you need to learn this stuff. Um, But, you know, that stuff's not profitable, so why would we endorse it? Um. Oklahoma City public schools decision to end this year on May 8th, the earliest day allowed by the state, seems like an admission that it has little confidence in the quality of their remote instruction, which largely largely avoids having to use digital resources. Um, So we can't talk about access to digital resources until we read this paragraph. OK, OKCPS. will defend its position to online learning by saying that low-income families may not have access to the internet at home and that if they cannot serve all students, they will not serve any. Right, Whether that makes
2: any... No child left behind.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, also, yeah, it's a universal institution that is supposed to serve every child. Sorry. Um, that's a good thing. Uh, he doesn't think so. Whether that makes log- any logical or moral sense, there are many tools at our disposal to try and get low-income families online. Partners. I like how I like how
2: he blows through he just like uses that sentence to dismiss anyone having a moral argument to so, well whether, whether this makes sense logically or morally sure
1: but sure but what if we do public private partnerships that make money for companies to give these low income families internet access Partnering with Cox's Connect to Compete program, for instance, or building on AT&T's offerings of low rates for recipients of SNAP might offer some underserved communities and students a way forward. Uh, (laughs) Of course, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, you just get broadband as part of your fucking utility bill. That's just something you have access to immediately. But that's not an option. Why do we not have a TVA for internet? Like, get the
2: Tennessee Valley Authority wiring everyone up to (laughs) broadband.
1: Also, let's ignore that, like, part of the problem is not just, like, oh, they can't get internet. Well, what if they can't afford a fucking computer? Yeah. What if they, you know, what if they can't afford this, uh, you know, the electricity to make sure that they can be online all the time? And, and uh, right. I mean,
2: a lot of places in our state and many states out west don't have internet access that's reliable. Or like, And when you can't go to a library anymore or any sort of public place that offers free internet, yeah, you're fucked.
0: Listen, and you like, guys are just fundamentally misunderstanding what's going on. Once you inject a profit motive, then you make profit. <laughs> and that is the goal of a society is to make, make line go up everything
2: needs to have a profit which is important like our medical our, our medical uh, I- I- industries if they don't have a profit then who knows what kind of disasters that, that could bring
0: well and, and the inefficiencies it would just you know then people would just be doing things <laughs> for like random reasons and not yeah not to make line go up and oh, yeah. what's crucial uh, is that we make line go make up. Make line go up the only
3: legitimate reason. And that's true. The
2: only way to make our schools more efficient is to make sure that they have to compete with each other in the same cities on an open market <laughs> for students and funding.
1: Yeah. Well, well that's, that's, that's some of this fair. Stuff, like, some of this stuff about like, oh, we need to make sure that uh, AT&T still makes people on Snap get. Uh, pay them lower rates than they normally would for internet access like there's totally not a gap between people who are getting social services and people who need social services there's not like you know an uncomfortable middle where you can't afford shit but you also can't get the social services you know that's not a thing
2: improving your station in any sort of meaningful way means that you lose all those benefits yep
1: yeah and on top of that like education everyone agrees that universal education is a good thing if we have to have universal internet access for it uh well i mean everybody like every normal person robert ruiz gets paid to not think that because he's a piece of um furthermore there are schools all across oklahoma that serve low-income students and families that find ways to use technology and digital learning in their classrooms Epic Charter Schools in K through twelve are both offering free public education to all to kids of all income levels. The really cool thing is that Epic Charter School somehow manages to make public education that uses digital learning and technology into grift. Like it's pretty <laughs> stunning, as we've reported on multiple times here, that they have so much cream in there that they're just committing fraud. It's amazing. What
2: does that say about the quality of their education if they're just like yeah, yeah,
1: you can
2: watch
1: the videos for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, sure. Also, also, if we follow his logic, then Gulenis in Oklahoma are going to have access to our children. That's a real problem we have. We don't okay, want the Turkish actually, military. No, I'm in favor it. of it now. I want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Lassie is not allowed on the show anymore. He's opposed to Turkish uh, sovereignty. Uh, he's he's attempting a coup. Uh, we're going to send him to the front lines in Kurdistan and kill him. I've been um, talking with Michael Flynn Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to get on that charter flight with him. It'll end somewhere. <laughs> Tulsa Honor Academy, Crossover prep, prep, and Christo Rey OKC have all implemented successful distance learning programs while exclusively serving low-income students. These are schools that could have offered excuses and instead found solutions. I I'm really, sorry, wait. What are the public schools doing that's not this? Like... Are um, Tulsa
2: public schools or OKC public schools not able to do the, like, public learning for free with um, social distancing? I think they've been doing that remotely and just said we're ending the semester as soon as we can to, yeah. like, improve this for next fall.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what's going on. And, they're I mean, they're also having a hard time doing it because they're deeply underfunded so that epic charter schools can steal multiple millions of dollars from the mm-hmm. state education budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they're evil uh, and should be hunted uh, down and uh, told to stop that. that Allegedly. That's what they should do. Um, <laughs> you should not uh, do the same thing. You should not do to airplanes with people who run those schools. Allegedly, um, it, it's important that we hold our schools to account for way for the ways they seek to improve and modernize during this time. The ways they do not. Digital learning is here. We need to embrace it, not make excuses. And like to just to end there. There's no reason why you need any of the shit he talked about to have schools embrace digital learning. There's no Mm -hmm. reason to do that. Um, Epic charter schools is way worse at teaching than uh, any of the public school systems in the yeah, state. They have the lowest so,
0: graduation rate of any. Well,
1: literally everything that he said are things that a the public schools are like
2: kind of already doing, but have been working out for the past month and like have been ironing out the bugs in it, which takes time, of course. And b are things things that we haven't done with our public schools. Are things that could easily be implemented, and like there's no reason that the public schools can't do this for some reason while Epic and like these other just life church schools have been doing themselves. Yeah,
1: like Christ the King school, Christo <laughs> Rey. Like that, I don't want my public money going to that.
2: Look, I'm we're, sorry. All, we're all gonna be educated at victorychristianchurch.edu. And that's a good thing. That's a yeah, great thing. Yeah, we can school. all
1: become uh, Michelle
2: Bachman. <laughs> oh God. Guts, Guts University Online will be the future
1: of our state. Okay, it would actually be cool if Guts had a program where you got to go to their haunted house for free as part of education. <laughs> um what? Why? You just you just
0: wanna see teenagers who are all under the sway of a single youth pastor who is very clearly trying to sleep with underage girls and by pot while wearing socks with <laughs> sandals. Like Fucking, um <laughs> What if
1: you were like an upside down cross uh thing, like a uh, tattoo like six 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 on your forehead and went in high, like that would be fun. I don't okay. know. Like, your your <laughs> yeah, professor, would be fun the, for you. uh,
2: brother from uh, Righteous Gemstones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he runs Cristo Rey. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So, so fuck that. Fuck you, Robert Ruiz. Fight me. Fight me. Well, with
0: that fiery accusation, uh, our Twitter is at RedStarOverOK. We also have a Facebook page and a subreddit. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes as well as most other places podcasts are found. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns can be sent to our email, RedStarOverOK at gmail.com. Please tell your friends about us and rate and review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. Have a nice week. Bye.